Hello and welcome to episode 232 of the AFK Podcast for the week of January 28th. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. Joining me this week is Curls. What's up? And Kevin the Red Commie. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Welcome back, guys. Uh, I had a blast at the land. Uh, Kevin, we missed you. But uh, I had a blast. I was only down there. It was a quick turnaround for me, but it was really good to see everybody again. Um, I haven't seen some of you guys in probably more than a year because I think I missed the last couple lands but um, yeah it was really great to see everybody had a really good time yeah it's always good to 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 get together and hang out you know it's funny because you know people be like y'all still have land parties man like you you got the (laughs) internet and it's like dude it ain't about the games anymore it's about the hangout yeah it's about hanging out with everybody now the games are just kind of a byproduct of hanging out Exactly. And this was a more, um, it was a smaller LAN, I think, this time, and it was a more intimate setting, so we really, I really got a chance to to talk to everyone at yeah, this LAN, yeah. which was nice. Yep. Yeah, I, I um, think we had, what, what, at most, maybe 12 people. Yeah, that seems about right. That yeah. seems about right. Hey, Jerry, Jerry's joining us in the chat. Good to see you, man. Hey, Jerry. I was about You're to say, get Jerry Gamer to a LAN at some point. <laughs> Yeah. No, he's typing. Jerry, yeah, no. He's typing. Oh, he always says, hey. Yeah. Uh, Screw not you, Jerry. You fools come to uh, a couple lands. And he comes all the way from Alaska, so. Yeah. 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 That's a long trip. So, what's everybody, everybody been up to? Uh, Kami, we haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. Why don't you uh, go ahead? Go I'm not going to get into the particulars of some things, but yeah, I've just been slowly trying to you know, work some things out. Uh, but beyond that, just taking it easy, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, one of the things I've been doing is been playing a little bit of Warframe. That's a, I've been having a lot of fun with that, actually. I think I said that the last time I was in. Yeah, who are you playing that with? Uh, when I can, because sometimes my internet connection is a little iffy right now. It's with um, Corey and Bubba and mm. um, Clay. actually Rich Meister. Yeah, Cl- oh, really? Clayton. Yeah, but for some reason, we're missing Clayton because um, Corey's been like, dang it, we got like three guys here. We just need Clayton. We just need not me, you fool on. We, you know, we'll have a four, four-man group. Mm-hmm. But um, Rich Meister's been playing it. But yeah, what, like I said, when my internet's good, it's been something fun to play. Um, it's actually... You might see me probably logged in, but sometimes I really can't do anything because the internet's just like, but (laughs) I hate it when my internet does that. It's like, fuck Fuck you. (laughs) I want to take a little hammer and smack it. I'm just one thing I'm surprised is where my parents are. I would have thought they would have been, you know, offered fiber, but they're not. So. I still don't have it here, so don't feel bad. Oh, yeah. That sucks, man. Yep. But, um, yeah, just basically, you know, taking things one day at a time right now. And um, one thing I am thinking about doing is going back to school. And I was going to ask you, what's your opinion? What should I look into? Because there's a network. 
cybersecurity, I was looking at some network security things. Yeah, so. network administration, network security, anything to do with cybersecurity. Because um, I follow a lot of the cybersecurity shows or podcasts I listen to, and it's it's something I have an interest in and something I would at some point in my life. Um, you know, it's something I'm considering as an option. And the industry right now at large is hurting for good cybersecurity people. I do, I do know a few people in the tech interest industry who are pretty far in their career. They're pretty high up and they're telling me that cybersecurity, uh, their cybersecurity guys, um, are making upwards of 150 um, a year. So, I mean, it's a very lucrative mm-hmm. career, but those are experienced cybersecurity guys. So, I, I mean, you got to start somewhere. But It's actually interesting, though, when um, I remember talking to people, you know, maybe 15, almost 20 years ago, people that were beginning into this, none of them, of course, had, you know, an education in that regard. But, you know, that they were like you or, you know, Curlin, you know, you two, they, they kept on impressive stuff. And then when their company started saying, well, we need someone to look into this, you know, they said, okay, I'll do that. And then they get, you know, more or less permanently placed there. I'm being told that experience and certs count more than degrees do. So if you can yeah. get a network administration, you know, network certificates and a few cybersecurity certificates, get your foot yeah. in the door, uh, get the company to pay for the rest. You know, yeah, and then you'll be on your way. Uh, 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 these days, if your degree isn't in STEM, it isn't worth the papers printed on. Straight up. Interesting. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically what I was thinking of. I just was wanted to ask you guys that. So, okay. Um, yeah. I'll look to see when the first classes for the um, network administration stuff and s- security come up. Yeah, yeah start with network because yeah, you got to know the basics. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say. Here's the thing about IT is that you have to you have to kind of get in there and figure out what what your niche is. You know what I mean? Like like for me, uh, like DBAs make a hell of a, a hell of a lot of money, but I don't have the 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 temperament for that because uh, I, I I've tried to take a couple of classes and I got frustrated as hell. Database issues. See, that, right. that's what I was interested in a long time ago. But I had, of course, I, back then when I was doing that, um, everywhere I went, said, "Oh, we're sorry, you, you know, we're looking for someone experience." I'm like, "This is an entry level position, yeah, but we still want someone with two years experience at least." And I'm like, right. "Son of a f- gun!" And that went over for a year, so yeah, I just had um, a bad taste in my mouth about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you, you, you're you're gonna find the same thing with pretty much everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, do you have an experience? No, but you know, this is I'm 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 looking to get my foot in the door. Oh, we're sorry, we're looking for someone with you know mm-hmm. some experience. You know, it's like, Yo, if you can show the last time I talked to uh, a friend of mine who's a VP for a big tech company in my area here in the Chicagoland area, uh, he does a lot of their hiring. Uh, he said that uh, nowadays what he asks his guy, you know, people when he's interviewing them for positions is what does your home lab look like? What do you have at home? You know, they, hmm. they want it. They want to hear that you have uh, you're running a Windows server system at home with multiple VMs, virtual machines. Uh, I'm, well, I'm not <laughs> understanding. Yeah. Well, see, understanding virtualization is a big plus and if you can show that hey i i i do this at home i've got these certificates i have a home lab 
you know, I'm running a couple Linux boxes. I'm proficient with it. I know how to set up VMs. Um, that's going to count towards your experience. Right. Okay. Cause they, I mean, because they want to know that you about it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like a paper guy. It's it's fun. Yeah. And having your own lab will allow you to try and test things that may you, you may find interesting, too. So, Sounds right. good. Yeah. yeah, all right. I'll look into that. I don't know if I'll be able to get a lab. I might have to get I some. mean, look at me. My own experience, the only experience I have is from trial and error. I, I've done mm-hmm. web because I've had to set up our website for the podcast. Yeah. Um, I've been able to do VMs and, and run servers at home because I wanted to run game servers. I mean... That's how I learned, besides going to school, I did go to school for IT, but yeah. having the access to that equipment and being able to actually use it uh, makes a big difference. Well, it's interesting you say that because one of the things I did try to do back when I, you know, was when I was in community college back when I was, you know, 1920, um, I was trying to do a little side project, just like you guys are saying, you know, so, so you're fluent. Um, I was trying to do a kind of, you know, custom D and D monster insert display um, database. Um, I don't, I can't remember the words to actually say how that was supposed to work. But you know, you set up the database so people can easily, you know, add a new custom creature to it. Blah blah blah. It never did any did anything, but it was a fun little project that I did. And I tried showing people that, but then some of the people just gave me this weird look like D and D. Like, okay, maybe that wasn't the right <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's how you frame it. You know, you gotta right. frame it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. But uh but I do appreciate the input and I'll definitely look into uh networking. So Yeah. Not only that, but networking with people in the industry, you know, because sometimes knowing someone can help you when you don't have any experience can help you get your foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's basically been it for me. Um, What about you guys? Curlin, how was your week or a couple weeks? Um, Well, I mean, I've been on the bench for for the last couple of weeks up until, well, today, really. Today was the first day back at work. And I had yeah. jury duty, yay! <laughs> so, um, uh. yeah. So, um, you know, while um, Mr. Prez, you know, was was holding out for his wall because we gotta keep <laughs> all of the the, the 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 crazy people from bringing drugs over here, even though they have tunnels out. Don't, don't tell anyone that. But uh, tunnels, drones. <laughs> I've heard that they're even using those um, the the clove shooting gun, you know, the air powered gun that shoots. Clothing at like like stadiums and stuff, using yeah. that shit to get it over the walls that do exist. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I, you know, I, I don't want to really turn it political, but the, the thing that that bothers me is that the stats have already shown that the people that are here with an illegal status merely get a visa and just don't go home. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> a lot of them yeah. just. One, they did, it's they one of those. They knew it. It's one yeah. of those complicated issues. It's like, yeah, right. we need to secure the borders, but is that the best use of that money? Is there? Can we just use technology and and other methods instead of an actual physical barrier? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, that I saw kind of a, thing. I saw a thing on Facebook where somebody said, "What if Mexico decided to build stairs on their side of the wall?" <laughs> 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 I just fell out laughing. It was like. 
you, uh, you know what? They, they they didn't pay for the wall, but they did pay for the stairs. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, we're down the probably gonna something. Get just yeah. this little bit of discussion right here is probably gonna get us DDoSed. Yeah, I, I don't I don't care because I mean, <laughs> it if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. That's that's the thing. yeah. But um, I mean, so so we're back at work for three weeks. Um, I'm expecting to be on furlough again. Um, but because I, not, but yeah, I, I, I think this is all strategy. Um, because I mean, think about it. Every, within three weeks, everybody will have, have gotten their back pay for sitting on the bench and doing nothing. You know, when most of us would rather just go to the freaking job and earn yeah. the money. Um, but we will probably have an extra paycheck or two in, in the works as well. Then right after Valentine's Day, he can turn it off again, and and kind of start the whole cycle all the way over. So it's at least you have a check to buy some roses, right? The contractors aren't going to get the back pay, unfortunately. So you've got no, a big not. portion of the economy that is is hurt because all these con- government contractors they're not entitled to the back pay. Right, and it's a lot of contractors, like a I, lot. I heard that it's already cost some um, the people like that eleven billion dollars, basically. It wouldn't some surprise me. And I, I mean, another thing that isn't thought about is like the, the trickle down effect of like the local businesses not being patronized because people don't have money. You know, like mm-hmm. the grocery stores and the restaurants and all this yeah. other kind of stuff. It, it, I mean, it, it literally spreads out all over the place and it's well i think the one thing that both sides can agree on is that a shutdown is bad (laughs) it's just bad it's bad for everybody yeah but there's been been some really great stories though you're hearing about some people that um you know their landlords are saying okay i understand you guys can't pay your rent so we'll work it out when (laughs) when the government's back up um, some other places, some other people have been getting some, you know, help from, you know, private sector, their friends in the private sector, blah, 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 kind of thing, you know. But you're just hearing some interesting, wholesome stories about people helping other people out right now. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to take a quick second to, to plug my buddy Rob's uh, website, robohara.com. He did a, a, a really dope ass write up of how he felt during the whole thing because. Um, he's, he's in my, in my, my section at work and he and his wife are both feds out in Oklahoma. And, um, I mean, not only is he a great storyteller, but, um, yeah, he, he really, really hit the nail on the head with the whole thing. I'll, um, I'll drop that, uh, that link in the, in the show notes. Yeah. I'll I'll add it to the the post. So gaming, what you been playing? Um, well, I, I've been kind of toying around with Dead Space again. I even did a little bit of streaming at Vernon's house. Um, nice. Yeah. You know, people harp on me about playing those games, but I don't give a shit. I love that series. <laughs> like, I really wish they had a Dead Space 4 in the works. Like, Isn't the company that what made them, didn't they get shut down by EA? Yeah, um, it actually wasn't very long ago either. It was visceral. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot what their last project oh, wow. was, but everyone keeps t- Star Wars. It was a Star Wars single player game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh, had yeah. they had the la- they had the lady from um uh the fuck not Naughty Dogs um mm-hmm. 
what is yeah. it? Uh, Uncharted. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, running it. And but the, the biggest complaint, apparently, people were hearing from the EA execs was, "This is too much like Uncharted." And like, what? But people love Uncharted. What's wrong with that? <laughs> right, right. That's a popular game. That's something that never came to PC. I wish it had. Yeah, but you know, it, I, I, I'll, I don't want to get too much into it because where we just had the whole thing about the government. I, I could go on or you know the Activision and EA for an hour right now. Oh yeah, that's right. Since we last talked, they've been having some shenanigans go on over there, huh? You mean Activision? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't so, hear about it. Okay, so apparently there's some speculation that some of the execs at Activision sold off their stock before the big dip. Oh, insider trading. Insider trading, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Bungie took Destiny and got the fuck out. Yeah, so their yeah. stock dropped. <laughs> we talked and about then, that, though, I thought. Yeah, but we didn't talk about the lawsuit and the the whole right. you know. Oh, you sold so you sold the stock right before the announcement of Bungie saying they're leaving. Mm-hmm. So you would have you know you would have the high right. price of the stock Inside before it dropped. Information, right? Yeah, yeah. That's some that's some shady shit. Mm-hmm. And sure. so apparently, some of the shareholders are trying to get a lawsuit against the executive Activision because apparently it screwed them over. With the whole deal i don't know i mean i'm not legally minded but yes that's one of the stories i've been reading up about even though i can't stand half of the legal term it's just it's like oh Ugh. yeah fucking Crazy. activision and ea man i don't know it's just they just both piss me off well i mean to, to be honest i believe we all expected activision to to like Call of Duty all over Blizzard at some point. Oh, and yeah, they're doing that. But yeah. did you hear the interesting news? What's I think that? it just came back, it came out the last couple of days. So apparently, the head writer for The Witcher Three has now moved over to Blizzard to work on Diablo Four. Oh, really? Mm, yep, that's interesting. Interesting. Is that, is that that's like the only that that's like rumor. That's. Kind of confirmed rumor. Um, let, me, let me look up an article that actually has that information, and I'll share it with you guys, so you guys can get your own opinion. Because if it's a Reddit post, then it's <laughs> well, that's where I got it, but it, you know, it came from a few other okay. websites. All right, yeah, yeah. Reddit is rumor. Yeah, you know, I, 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 everything I read, read on that, I always say, I'll wait until I actually. Um, until i actually catch it somewhere else you know i'm like yeah. okay give me a link give me a link and they're like oh i'm not gonna give you a link because i don't want there to be any crap i'm like but then how will i know if you're telling me the truth or not fuck you yeah you just be like uh where's my salt there it is thank <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> well, that's see, that's why i'm saying it's it's like a confirmed rumor i've seen a news sites that said something to it but i didn't see anything about them confirming it just that you know we've heard you know some so-and-so when i can't think of his name well, wait so is it the author of the book not the or? book no no no. it's oh, the, okay. Uh, okay the gaming company guy okay yeah, the, the, okay the book guy doesn't ha- have any trust in games, but because, you know, apparently some lawyer told him, you know, hey, you could have made more money. That's why he's suing 
you know, good old games, uh, CD Projekt for more money. It's like, wait a minute. So I could have gotten more money if I did this? Man, the guy lost his chance. I don't know why he's doing this. Because of money. That's why. It's true. Yeah. We kind of get a got a little bit sidetracked. Curlin was still working on his uh his his playlist for the week. Yeah, we we tend to do that. So um, yeah, we um, do, don't we? <laughs> I started playing Nier over again too. I love that game. Um, okay, the only places I'm seeing it right now is uh, um, Riker. <laughs> it's like Kami and I are fighting for the steering wheel. You know what I mean? It's like me, he's tugging me. on the one end, and I'm tugging on the other. <laughs> Go ahead, talk. Uh, you know me. I I, I, t- I tend to forget where I'm at. And no, dude, that's why I love you. That's why I love you, man. It's totally fine. But but yeah, near. Um, if if you haven't played that game, you gotta play it. It, it is so philosophically deep. Like, no, well, I, I even posted a, a link in the Hangouts chat to to a video where dude broke down like the whole thing and all of these how it, it ties back to all of these these uh stories of, of old and you just be like wow that's that's kind of deep um but yeah um uh, i also kind of picked up guild wars 2 a little bit you know just kind of killing time and and you know running around doing killing dragons and exploring the world and stuff like that and um i i, I played the anthem demo just a little bit uh this past this past weekend uh, if I weren't over here um, working on my machine and running benchmarks, I probably would have played more. But um, yeah, and we will have that. a little bit more of an in-depth anthem discussion. I was hoping uh, one of our buddies, uh, Majin, would be here tonight because he he got into it extensively too. Yeah. Was hoping yeah. to have uh, he was so hopefully we'll have a little more in-depth discussion later on about but anthem. I did. I did tell him that there's no shamans and, you know, and he told me, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that just leaves me. Um, so I was playing this week as I was playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'm really enjoying that. It feels a little different than the other Tomb Raider games. The other Tomb Raider games, it, it felt like I was able to... Um, ambush and kill more people and in this game so far that's that hasn't happened a whole lot it's more about the puzzles and the and the um the tombs so i'm kind of not it's not scratching the itch for me for you know stealth killing and and killing with the bow and arrow in that game i always enjoyed that but uh this game just feels a little bit different and the puzzles seem a little different too and i can't put my finger on it I just I can't put my finger on it, but it hasn't been for me as good as the last two games. But I, I don't know why. That's not the first time I've heard that. It, was this a different? This wasn't a different studio that did this one, is it? Nope, it's still Crystal Dynamics. Okay, yeah, it just feels I don't know something about it feels different. Mm-hmm. I can't put my finger on it. Other than that, I've been playing uh, Battlestar Galactica Deadlock, which is um. It's fun, but I can only play it in short bursts because the battles are so damn tedious. It's a turn-based uh, uh, space um, RTS. It's not an RTS. It's because it's turn-based, but it's a it's a it's a strategy game basically, uh, based on in the world of Battlestar Galactica, and it's turn-based. 
So it, it, it sounds like it's kind of like Civ and with BSG lore. Maybe. Way more simplified than that because it's just the space battles. Oh, okay. That's it. So what is this game? You set up your ships, Battlestar Galactica, Deadlock. It's on Steam. So you okay, set up so your, your ships on. for the battle. And you you set up their position and their even their like their height and everything and where they're at, and and then you you set it up and you hit go or end turn, and it plays out, and then it stops and then you do it again, but you have to continue and and you can't. The one of the things that bugs me about it is the ships don't stop. You can't have them come to a complete stop. They're constantly moving. So I was having a problem with ships running into each other. So I was like, oh shit, I forgot to change course on that other one. So if you've got more than four ships in a fleet, it's very tedious to have a battle, and it's exhausting. So I can only hmm. I can only play for like an hour or two at a time, and then I'm like exhausted. I'm done. Um, but it can be fun. One of the most fun things about it is once you set up your ships and you've played through a battle and you've done all the turns, um, you can hit replay, and it re- replays it in real time with uh, the like the angles. And the um, like the the way they would shoot it in the film, so you see the battle in real time, as you would see it play out on like the TV show, which was which is really cool, and oh, with the music cool. and everything. So it's, it's very atmospheric in that respect, but um, it can be very tedious. So hopefully they come out with some updates for the game to kind of cut down on that tedium uh, and let That's me stop the damn stuff. ships. I was going to say, have you heard about the Starborn game? I've seen it advertised on YouTube. I've checked it out, but I was curious if you've checked it out, Jim. No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, it's a constantly going on game. You, you get put into a massive, well, not massive server. You get into a server for you know, a couple hundred other people. You start off in a star base, and you're, then you got to explore it. It's really early in the game's production right now. So... Um, Long story short, there's no real tutorial. You gotta actually go to some of the websites and some of the Reddit sites to look up how people are explaining how to play the game. Um, there's a card-based mechanics, along with you know purchase this stuff to get more cards to do more stuff. But it, it is interesting, and I would recommend it because it is kind of free to play right now in its alpha test phase. You might enjoy it, or you might you know get pissed off at it as well. But yeah, I tend to get tried frustrated it easily. So <laughs> I know, but if it's not clear how the game is played, I, I tend to just walk away from it. I I I try. It looks interesting. I'm, I'm watching the YouTube video now, and it's it's a I mean, it's a pretty game. Yeah, it's a pretty game. Problem was, it kept locking up on me, so I was like, okay, I'm oh, gonna okay. wait. See, yeah, I won't. <laughs> I don't. I won't. I won't have the patience for that. Yeah, I wanted to bring that out just before I said anything. It, it, like I said, it is early in its alpha testing phase. So so I, I, I was like, okay, I might come back to this once, you know, they've done some more, you know. So it doesn't lock up because, like, I'll be able to move and then I won't be able to move on the map. But I can still interact with what I can, but I can't get to what I want to on the map. And then it will lock up completely. And I'm like, you son of a gun. Okay, fine. We'll, go, we'll, we'll just call this you know write this off for now but it from my experience with the game it is continuously ongoing so you know even if though you're logged off other people will 
will be logged on. Like I said, it's like a couple hundred people on a server, maybe more, depending on how they finally get things going. But I don't know. Yeah. So it just might be something to keep an eye on in the future. So I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the wheel back now. <laughs> uh, you know, the other thing I did the last couple of days was I, uh, I'm selling my old MSI. Well, it's not an old laptop. I'm selling my MSI laptop. I've got an MSI GS60 Ghost Pro, and I've been less than impressed with it. Um, I wasn't impressed with its performance really at the LAN or uh, in general lately with some of the newer games. So I'm not the type of person that'll play games on a laptop unless it's attached to an external screen. So I generally only have the laptop to do productivity or I will use it if I'm going to a LAN or if I'm going to a friend's house to play games. But if I'm going to a friend's house to play games or a LAN, I'm bringing an external keyboard and and an external monitor. Um, so what I decided to do was I kind of just doing what kind of what Simon did was I, I picked up the newest Razer Blade, Razer Stealth. It's not Razer Blade Stealth, but it's just the Razer Stealth, the 13-inch. Um, it's like 13.5 or 13.8 inches inches it's small and uh it doesn't have a video card in it i got the base model so no gpu so i'll use it it's got 13 hours of battery life allegedly um so i can use it all day for productivity and then when i go to doug's house or you know go to a LAN, i can bring the core i bought purchased the razor core which you can pop a video card in and um hook it up to an external monitor and game um, you know, with decent frame rates. And hopefully this setup will last me longer than, you know, t- two years. I feel like I'm buying a new, I'm dropping, you know, 1500 bucks every two years to buy a new laptop just so I can play games. And, and it doesn't seem like the best use of my money. So I'm hoping that this laptop will last me twice as long since I can hook up an external GPU. Yeah, that, that, that's essentially the same thing that uh, Josh and I have done on the Alienware side. Yeah, I did look at the Alienwares. They're st- they've gotten a lot thinner, but they're still just too chunky for me. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the, the, main, the main reason I went with with that over a Thunderbolt connected uh, external graphics dock is because the Alienware has more bandwidth than Thunderbolt. Yeah. Does. It does yeah. with their their connection. Mm-hmm. And, By far. Yeah, I mean, it, I already noted if I keep it, probably gonna need that bandwidth to play at like fourteen forty or something. So I was like, mm. and then it, you know, of course, the Alienware has a had decent GPU in it as well, even though it's it's a couple years old now. But you know, still. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you still upgrade those? Are they still MMX? Uh, no. No, uh, the, the majority of the M- industry shift uh, shifted away from MXM once Nvidia said, "Okay, we're not making those anymore." Oh, okay. Because I had an I old understand. Alienware 15. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, you know, it was an old, the old Alienware M15, and it was XMX, yeah. and I was able to upgrade it once. I went from a 260 to a 460M. Yeah. Yep. But it was expensive. Yeah, <laughs> typically is. Uh, you know, the other thing too is I don't want to bring my main rig uh, anywhere anymore because it's got a. I bought one with a tempered glass side panel, and I'm afraid it's going to break. 
Oh, yeah. So, you can always do like me and just leave the glass at the house. Yeah, you, I noticed you did do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like yours. I would wall mount something like that. That was cool. Mm-hmm. It's all exposed and open like that. What's the name of that? That is the Thermaltake Core P5. Yeah, the P5. I know it's the P5. I think it's the Core P5 or something. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but I kept staring at it the whole time. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, no, I was just like memorized because you could see yeah. everything. And, yeah, I, I've actually had big. to do some, do some work on it here recently. Um, I don't know what the hell happened, but my power supply started acting funky. So um, oh. luckily I had two identical ones and um, I swapped the base unit out into the other to the other machine. And then for whatever reason, I couldn't keep it stable. Um, so, um, I wound up going to micro center and, and picking up some, some more Ram. And since I was there, you know, I was like, oh, let me see what they got on f- for sale over here. And I wound up picking up an open box Tai Chi X370 and a 2700X. Friggin' micro center. I hate y'all. Yeah, that's how I'm going. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> one close. Yeah, it's fucking rabbit hole, man. And we kind of um, talked about that down at, well, I think I was talking to Vernon about it down there at the mm-hmm. land. Like, yeah, we don't have, I don't have anything like that close to me and it's probably a good thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, since I still have the 1800X, the 2600X, and now the 2700X, I've been running benchmarks in preparation for the next AMD releases and putting them in the nice. spreadsheet. Yeah. And then after I get done with all of this, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to, what I'm going to sell. I got too much stuff. I need to part some of it out. But I'm just glad I got it back stable again. That's that's one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't overclocked my 2700X yet. I just haven't had time to play around with it. Dude, you don't have to. What board do you have? Uh, MSI uh, Gaming Pro Carbon. Oh, I could okay. use the oh. auto overclock, yeah, but... Yeah, I was going to say, look, look into Precision Boost Overdrive and how to turn it on. And that's all you need. Okay. Let, the board, let the board and the CPU do the rest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a MSI ga- uh, X470 Gaming Pro Carbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because see, the, 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 the way that it works is with XFR2 and uh, PBO, what it'll do is it'll, it, it, it'll like probe how, what your temperature is at and what your load is and whether you still have the boards says that it still has some voltage room and then based on that versus your clock speed versus your temperatures it'll be like oh okay we can push this up on all cores okay so just find precision boost in the bios and flip it on Mm -hmm. yeah sweet yeah awesome because i've got plenty of thermal headroom i've got a huge ass 20 280 millimeter rad on the thing oh yeah oh yeah yeah, dude, you, you, you'll probably be sitting at 4142 easy, like damn near all the time. Yeah, actually it is now, so I wonder if Precision Boost is turned on. It could be. Yeah, because be. it generally sits at 4.1, and then it'll boost up to 4.3 sometimes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought that was normal. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it probably is on already then. Okay, um, I'll yeah. double check though, I'll have to get into the BIOS. But yeah, uh, the XFR2 already already does part of that. What I was noticing is 
that it didn't boost as high as it could and stay high under load until I turned on precision boost. Okay, cool. All right. In the news this week, yeah, I'm hearing a lot about the Epic Store. I mean, that's all I'm hearing about on the other. They got Metro. Epic Store, this, Epic Store, that. I know. And um, now we've come to find out that Metro Exodus is only going to be available on the Epic Store. I don't know what's up with that. Still good honor. The pre orders from a couple of websites I've read. Yeah. And they they also have said that 2020. Exodus will be available on Steam. But you gotta look at this this way. They're getting more money from Epic than they would from Steam. So it makes that's one reason no, why I'm not saying it doesn't make way. sense. I'm saying what is Steam doing? I'm like, get off your ass and do something. Match it. I mean, yep. it's not yeah. like they can't. Yeah, from from what I understand, it's the, the, the cut that they that they take for using their network. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they have to be exclusive, though? Why, do these store, why can these games only be sold on the Epic Store, like Division 2? That's annoying the heck out of me, because I was debating Division 2 for a game I might want to get, you know, possibly. Because here's what, it's all math, and these companies want, instead of uh, the 30% cut, they'll, they'll, they want the, the extra 20%. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From the ten percent, ten percent cut that the Epic Store is, and if they can shoehorn er- everybody onto that store, um, then who's going to buy it on Steam after a year? Since it's a yeah. a, a year exclusive, like Jerry says. Well, the other reason yeah. for exclusives is to bring in more customers. People who wouldn't right. normally buy it on the store will buy it, and then hey, maybe they'll like using that store and they'll stay and buy other things. Right. I mean, I've heard good things about Ashen, and then you also um, have a whole Fortnite crap. The, the complaints I've heard, though, primarily about people with Epic Store, though, there are no reviews. No reviews! Like Steam yeah. does. Well, my yeah. thing is with, like, what is Steam doing? I mean, I like I Steam. Know. Don't get me wrong. In Gabe, we trust. But when I use Steam, it feels old. If The interface feels old. It doesn't seem like they've done anything it's like they're kind of just sitting on their hands and letting the money come in and it's like dude improve your ui um you don't have to change everything but start making improvements and and you know do something yeah uh i, I think at this point i think that they should should um because you're always going to have have people that that you know kind of like how people upgrade windows and be like oh i'm sick of they changed everything i can't find shit blah 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 yeah. blah you know, no, I can appreciate Steam, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steam has been around lo- long enough to where if they did a massive overhaul, then they'd probably get a lot of that. But what they could do is uh, run a, a, a simultaneous uh, like um, beta like Google program. does. Yeah. Right. Switch mm-hmm. to the and, new Gmail or no. You know, you get right. a choice. Right. Because, um, I mean... Overall, it's it's all connecting to the same back. It would all connect to the same back end. Right. It'll just, it's just look a different. UI. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for Christ's sake, I uh, when I look at my Steam library, I have to squint because I can't see it. Now, yeah. <laughs> we probably sound like I probably sound like an old man. Like, God damn it, I can't <laughs> see that. It's too small. Steam making bigger. <laughs> well, it's funny you guys do say this. 
back in September, um, PC Gamer did do a thing about the change over the last 15 years of Steam. And you're mostly right. It hasn't really gone through a big overhaul change. It's more or less kept the same vision other than the earlier years. Yeah, it's just it's starting to show its age. It looks old. The yeah. interface looks old. That's uh, it needs a facelift. It's, it's time. And there's thing. no reason why Steam can't come out and exactly match uh, Epic. I agree. Uh, the, the whole fact that they didn't was like, okay, they, they must be really confident that people won't you know, just drop using them as their you know, platform to the masses. And since what we have Division 2, Exodus, Metro Exodus, is there, what else is going to um, them? I mean, other than Ashen, I've never heard of Ashen, but I've heard good things about it. But Well, it, it, it's going to be more stuff on that thing. And there will be more stuff, but that's what I'm just trying to say. Is, is there anything else anyone's heard Steam, of? That's kind Steam of could take advantage of what's going on over there at Epic right now is actually chaos because they've grown so fast. So they're, hi- they're hiring people. They're, they're going through the chaos of fast growth. Steam has just been cruising along and chugging along on autopilot. They can come along and say, hey, okay, we'll match it. And they don't have to do shit. They're not dealing with chaos right now. Epic is. So they need to take um, advantage of this. Yeah, I I wonder if 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 their network has gotten so big that it wouldn't make financial sense to drop their profit to only 10%. It could be. I mean, it's not like they have a huge staff that they have to pay either. Right. Right, uh, but because uh, th- that's the only thing that would make sense in my mind is, is the reason why they haven't matched it. Now I heard that they were uh, talk. There was some talk about them lowering their cut, but I don't know by how much. Um, apparently, it, it isn't enough to keep people to stop people from jumping ship. Um, the, the, the other question, though, is since Epic is just kind of getting started, unless they've been building out their a worldwide backend. You know what I'm saying for mm-hmm. for a while now, they're gonna get slammed once they start getting all these other all these other because yep. um, I mean what what's it got on there like Fortnite and uh, Shadow Complex that ain't shit <laughs> that's just two yeah. titles <laughs> you know what I mean well, like I said, yeah. They have Ashton too, yeah. yeah yeah they don't have much on there and right. these are two um, big AAA games coming out. Now, only going to be on their store. It's going to draw draw some attention, and maybe they'll pick up some other games because of this. Maybe not exclusive deals like you know Division Two and um, Metro Exodus have, but from the people that they'll, have already they'll pick been up looking a lot of other it, games, they won't be exclusives, yeah. but they'll pick up a lot of because well, that's why what I'm saying. You? Yeah, yeah, if that's you're what a I'm saying. Why wouldn't you? Because because of some other other games, they'll be like looking at this, be like, okay, well, Epic Store is going to you know have people looking at them, and we'll we'll get a good cut of whatever we sell. So we'll, we'll exactly. sell some of our games on there too. That's what I was trying to get at. I'm just saying, you know, it's just you know because of these two big blockbuster games that people are going to be expecting to be playing, you know, from February and March. You know, it's going to draw a lot of eyes to Epic. But well, it's funny, I just looked up, uh, apparently Fortnite's down, or was down, about an hour ago. Well, I, I mean, we'll see, because Division 1 right now is like 50 gigs. It was a big game, yes. Right. I think it's bigger so, than that. It's like 60-something. Yeah, it might have gone. Shit. 
it got to a really good place. Uh, I'm 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 not pre-ordering Division Two. I'm waiting. To well, hear I got about two stuff. for free from AMD. Oh, you did you? Nice. Yep. And I can't well, wait to get into. You can tell me if if it's good or not. The one that just released this week, uh, Resident Evil. I got that. For oh free yeah. Too, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Got Resident Evil Two came out. So, Kami, did you get into Anthem for a little while? That was all the uh, Corey, news we had. With Corey this gave just, me, uh, Corey uh, gave me a copy of it, um, a, a copy to the demo, so I was able to get in. I didn't play the mi- main mission. I just mo- when I could get in, because there was times where it would lock up on loading. Um, even though I I did know about some of the workarounds, I just didn't feel like really dealing with it, especially because of my internet connection. It I basically. Think, let me ask you a question: How long? How long would it take it? take you guys to download 50 gigs Uh, i'm on fiber so it was like it was like 10 minutes 10 minutes (laughs) it's like 10 minutes for me it it took me about three and a half four hours okay yeah mine mine was um i was lucky it only took half a day but there was periods where it was gonna say oh it's gonna take 24 hours so (laughs) damn yeah Yeah, here's my here's what i want everyone to know about anthem if you didn't get into it if Warframe and Destiny had a baby, it would mm. be Anthem. That's the I kept wanting to call the Javelin, which is the mech suit you get into. A Warframe. A Warframe, yeah. I kept referring I exactly to it as my Warframe. Here's my general impression, since I have some notes about it. Um, it's a beautiful game. It, it mm. Frostbite Engine is I think it's Frostbite Two. Looks amazing. The game is yeah. absolutely beautiful. I had a great time playing with friends. Uh, the combat felt pretty good. The powers felt good. The ultimate felt good. Um, there's good customization of your javelin uh, or Warframe. <laughs> uh, you can. There's a lot of customization to it uh, that felt good. Here's a couple bad things that I noticed. Uh, when you're flying, at times it feels like you're going in slow motion. Mm. To me, the flight felt like like I jumped up in the air, and at times it's like, am I even actually going anywhere? At other times it felt really fast, yeah. but a lot of times it felt very, very slow. There's a lot of buggy connection issues in the game right now. It felt like a mm-hmm. beta. You know, there if this is a demo, you should be it's a demo. You're you're displaying this is hey, this is our game. Check out our game. Look how buggy it is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's that's not what you should be doing. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on as far as story goes. Bioware, you're known for your story, and you're not displaying any of the story in the demo. Because every time I tried to get story from the demo, it would say not available in the demo. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So yeah, I couldn't um, tell you who the Dominion is. That's the bad guys. But I couldn't tell you why they're the bad guys or why why we're fighting them or why I should care. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that that's probably why they start you at level 10 so you don't get the intro and then everyone knows how it starts. You know, everyone knows how it starts. Do that to draw and everyone, before the game comes out, though, since they are so known for their story, you know, that's the only thing that makes yeah. sense to me. There's a plus and a minus to that. I, I do agree with you exactly what you said. Bioware's known for the storytelling. Of course, Grand, most of the people that would have been known for the storytelling aren't with Bioware anymore. But that's a whole other layer of me harsh on EA and stuff. Um, but I do understand somewhat. 
I do agree with you. I wish I knew more about the story because it's like, okay, so I'm here. I, I didn't get any feeling of why I should care. But as a demo, it's just supposed to show you uh, – they should just call it what it was, a six, uh, two-month-old demo that they just have ready for us to play. This is why I wish Madge was here because he, he and I had a short discussion in the Hangout. And he, he, I had said, hey, this is kind of boring. And he said, what do you mean it's boring? And he's, he's like, it, it has a pretty good story. And I wanted to say, really? What story? Who's the Dominion and why do I care? Because <laughs> it's never explained in the demo. It, yeah. They just kind of drop you in the middle of it. And I think that if they had shown us the, the intro and the story, something compelling, make me want more. You know, don't. Give me it nothing. used to be that some uh, there used to be a period where some game some game companies would have done something where they would have made a demo purposely outside of the game mechanics uh, outside of what, what the game was already just to draw you in. I think um, StarCraft had a little demo like that, which was just to catch you know whet your appetite. Had an interesting little bit of the story in it with the whole Zerg. And the Terrans, and then a little yeah. hint of the Protoss. I mean, I'll give them credit for even making a demo. You don't really see that too often in no, games don't. anymore. No. It's always called, the be- you know, betas, and then you... Do you remember the demo the disc? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> this is what I'm talking disc. about. Back then, yeah. you, you know, there would be get things actually created just for the demo. It wouldn't right. be for the game, you know, and... Maybe maybe Bioware's too busy to do something like that, but I wish they would have done something more to say, you know, give you kind of an example of the game while also, you know, giving you a taste of the story, but it would just been a demo so they wouldn't have to worry about ruining everything for the main story, the main game, the, everything they're putting the money in that we're going to be expecting to spend money on and possibly microtransactions. But that's a whole other can of worms. Um... But, I mean, most of what you said, I agree. The game looks fantastic. I, the, the, the interaction with the people in the game that you could interact with were very good. Nothing like the Mass Effect Andromeda, you know, it's like, what the fuck am I looking at? What, where is this person's eyes looking at? The, the, character cut, the characters that you, you talk to, they, they move fluid. Of course, you know, usually it's right where they're at. But they just didn't have, you know... A weird look like they did in, like I said, Mass Effect and Drama. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? I heard about uh, it. I, I didn't see it. it that bad. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really agree with the reviews for that game. Uh, I'm not, I, oh, I, just, I just remember some of, the th- some of the characters looking really weird in that one. But the, the characters look fantastic. The, the backgrounds look fantastic. When things aren't disappearing because of connection issues or whatever... They looked fantastic. There were periods where I would come crashing down because I would be flying too, too long, and then my, my javelin would overheat and I'd fall to the ground and crash. I'd be like, oh, look, there's little creatures down there. Wait, I crashed. Where do the little creatures go? Why do they all vanish? It was the same thing with a few NPC characters that, you know, I was going to go, I'm going to go attack these guys, and then boom, they're gone. It's like, wait, where, the, where do they go? What, what, huh? But um, the customization looks good. That does seem to be what I'm going to call microtransactions for some certain looks. Hopefully, it won't be too bad. We can gain earn a lot enough stuff to buy, uh, you know, some of the kind of customizations. But it does look like there will be a lot of customization tied in with microtransactions. 
have you seen the screen? There was a screenshot uh, or a slip of um, a pic that someone had of what the store would look like. Possibly. Hopefully it's mostly cosmetic. Uh, it better be only cosmetic. If it's anything like you can only buy this weapon or this item for that, you know. That, hey, Curly, that what were your impressions people. of the game? Kami and I um, kind of run, run a rough shot here. Well, I, 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 mean, I just go and go. I, I, I didn't get a chance to uh, to play it a whole heck of a lot, but um, to me, it felt it felt like a little bit more of the um, the 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 closed beta that they had, you know, a, a little while ago. I couldn't really tell whether it was an updated build or anything. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I did I didn't hate it, but I didn't like gush over it either. Uh, I'm really really interested to see what they do with the story. And I mean, since it's Bioware and I'm a fanboy, I'm probably going to play it anyway. But, you know. Um, yeah, same here. <clears throat> but uh, um, I don't know. I, I'm just curious to see what where, where they where they go with it. I mean, I, I got origin access. So, I mean, it's going to be it's not like I got to shell out any more money for it. So. Right. Right. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. What about the combat? I kind of felt that the combat became a little repetitive. Um, well, I mean, it, it the combat didn't bother me because it's it's kind of like playing an MMO or like Destiny in that respect. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, right. So, so uh, I mean, I'm kind of used to that loop. Plus, once you get adjusted to it later on, it can be easy to go and do things and then kind of catch up on your Netflix shows and shit that you've been, right. <laughs> you know. That, I'll, that, I'll say this. The, the combat only felt repetitive when I was playing alone. When I was playing with somebody... Yeah. And you're in Discord and you're laughing and joking around. It's a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Uh, I, I, I tried to do the the mission or whatever, and I got thrown in with a, a bunch of um, couple randos. of uh, a couple of randos. Yeah, and, and it was a thing where they just take off and leave you, and you're like, I don't even know where the hell I'm supposed to go. And 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 that that was one part that is still really annoying. Is yeah, I couldn't figure I, out the party chat either. <laughs> That happens a lot in Warframe. But the funny thing that you say that, my experience in the open world, just exploring the expedition mm-hmm. stuff, was a little bit different because um, when I went to the open world, two other people popped in with me, and they just kind of would shoot at me and tell me, hurry up, you know, hey, man, we're over here, you know. Right. Hey, <clears throat> it, like they were waiting on me. <laughs> yeah, see, my, my thing is I, I don't like to be rushed if I'm just chilling, doing my thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh yeah, I, 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 that was. I've never been a, a real You'd big fan of that part. That way, then with the yeah. alerts, because people want to rush through those alerts so fast. Well, the other thing and too was Mike, I, I, I don't know if you guys experienced this, but I did. I was constantly running out of ammunition. Yeah. Mm, yes. And it seems like ammo. I just never had enough ammo, and it it didn't seem like that should be a mechanic for that kind of game. Yeah, I think that was something that happened in Division, but that would only happen in like a big time. I never ran out of ammo in Division, ever. Only time I remember having an issue was, you know, earlier on in the... There were ammo boxes, but then, you know, they were such hit hit shot markers, not not hit shot, um, bullet sponges that, you know, earlier on it was an issue, but I think they changed it. So this might be why you're... Yeah, the guns in this game so far kind of felt a bit anemic. Like, they need a little more stopping power than what what they have. Even on easy, because I played easy and normal, I didn't try the hard. Um, Mm -hmm. But it it seemed like the guns were just a little bit anemic, like they need a little more power. 
I, I didn't get a chance to try any other guns. Did they have like any sniper rifles? There was or? a sniper rifle. I did. I did. There was the sniper like rifles shotgun. felt pretty good. Yeah, but they had less ammo. <laughs> Much less, yeah. And here's the other thing. If you're a sniper, and the way you get ammo in Anthem is when you kill someone, it's kind of like Doom. When you kill the character, it drops health and ammo. Yeah. So Not when always. you kill the NPCs, it drops health and ammo. They had a, they so had if you're a, a sniper and you're killing dudes from far away, are you supposed to now run down into the middle of the battlefield, grab ammo, and run back up to your sniper perch? That That's stupid. And the one thing I did not like was, you know, melee. So I swing. The, yeah, the melee while was too I could weak. Swing again, and I was like, right, come the on. delay. You the you delay you, was you, you want you want to when you're in melee, you just want to swing, swing, swing. You don't want to be like swing, and then yeah. okay, I say I'm gonna have to wait a, a, almost a second before I can swing again. Right. It should be more like Doom in that respect with the melee. Doom got a lot of things right. The gunplay yes. in Doom, the melee in Doom was perfect. They need to, huh? they need to take a look out. at that and learn from it. And that's all I've got to say about that. I'll yeah. say I liked what I saw. I'm going to wait until the full game comes out before I'll decide if I'm going to purchase it. I, but the game was pretty... Um, this was a, Apparently, a lot of what they said, you know, connection issues and all that, were things that they could not see within their internal gaming. So it's at least good that they'll get it out of the way now, and hopefully we'll make it um, ready that for That would be fine, you know, and that would be excusable if it was a beta, but it was a demo. Uh, no, I, I'm trying to get... Yeah. But... Um, this was a demo based off a six-week-old build of the game. This wasn't their most current that sounds build. Sounds like a whatever. Bioware problem, not a me problem. <laughs> Don't make excuses for him, Kami. Okay, I might be doing that, but I'm just... Here's my problem, all right? Because I've been thinking about this, and I want your guys' opinion on this, okay? Because I've been very heavily debating about not buying stuff from Activision and EA until they get their shit straightened out, right? Until those nah, companies you're just gonna start. Hurt. See, it's going to hurt developers. That's that's what was my thought though was okay. Well, if I do this because EA and Activision's policies lately have been fire, let go, cut people from these dev studios. Yeah, you're not going to hurt. If not close the dev studios completely. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, how how can we get them to start making games like? EA's can't dropping the ball on Star Wars. Have you guys seen the stuff about how during Lucasfilm's reign, uh, not Lucasfilm's, LucasArts reign of the games, over a yeah. six period, uh, there were like a oh, dozen games coming. Yeah, go ahead. Here's the thing. <laughs> as long as these publishers are publicly traded, they won't ever listen to us. I hate that. The studios might a little bit, but the publishers won't. I mean, because it, 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 it boils down to the way that being a publicly traded company is set up is that you are obligated to provide a profit for your shareholders yeah. or, or have a plan to provide a profit for your shareholders, which is why, you know, like when, when Call of Duty doesn't sell a bajillion copies, it only sells a couple million, they call it a failure. Whereas, you know, other games would be like, the fuck, I wish we could have sold two million copies. 
I know, and that's one of the things that annoys me. I mean, Battlefield Five is actually a fun game. Mm-hmm. Yes, it didn't sell as well, but that's more with I'm going to go ahead and just say it with the publishers overall view people are looking at the, the publishers like activision and yay and they're like eh, right you know. the, the uh to your point though the, the the thing is is that they're cutting off their nose to spite their face because if we don't like what they're doing we just stop buying the shit or buy it on a right. deep sale to where they their profit margin has gone down significantly and, and they like and, right and, and they, they won't get the 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 you know, the first month or two of sales that they were expecting, and then they'll call it a failure again. And, and then when they go back and ask the gamers, it'll be like, we don't like what the fuck y'all doing. Like, fuck microtransactions. And then they, they go into the board meeting and the CFO is like, microtransactions, we need more money. You know? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. And, it is. And, and I guarantee you'll see this with all of the publishers, especially more so lately since they've come up with different ways of trying to nickel and dime or, or, or get us to pay more for particular titles. You know, another thing that, that, that I've noticed is that there's been a push to make these games kind of never ending to where that is like the only thing that you play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a heavy destiny head ain't buying shit else. A heavy mm-hmm. wild head ain't really buying shit else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I mean, in that respect, by not providing a, a single player type of thing where you catch a really good story and then you can put it down for a couple of years and on to the next thing, you know, if you're constantly playing this multiplayer thing, you know, you might sell an expansion pack or some cosmetic shit every now and then. But at the same time, you lost half of your player base because... Like me, I, if it weren't part for EA Access, I wouldn't be buying the Battlefields. Right. Not even for the single player. Not until it hit, you know, $20 or some shit. And that's way after their mm-hmm. sales number stuff. So. Yeah, yeah because it, they've really it's, cut it's the single really player. It's really sad. Yeah, I didn't even. I, I, I have Battlefield 5, but when I bought it, I knew I was just going to be buying it from the multiplayer. The single player, from everything I read and heard about, did not interest me. But um, it's a good version of Battlefield Five for as far as multiplayer goes, at least from what I've played. I didn't have any complaints about it. It worked fairly well. But you know, yeah. with the, the microtransactions, you know, with you know, it's like, hey, give us more money so you can get this cool costume here, or you know, look cool yeah. here, there, or <laughs> with Star Wars Battlefront, which I couldn't even buy the second co- second one. Because of all the crap that was tied in with it. Yeah, see, see, like for 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 me, like for the battlefields, I don't care for the multiplayer stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just in there for their six or seven scenarios that they put together. You know what I mean? But if mm-hmm. I did, if it wasn't a part of access, I would never buy it. I would never play it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it. It's kind of the same uh, way that uh, Call of Duty is going with this last release. You know what I mean? mm. and, and, and they're wondering why the sales numbers are down. It's because people wanted to play the campaign. True enough, I mean, the ongoing people only played multiplayer or started with multiplayer, but like... Majority of people do like to play for single player. Right. Like, like, I have absolutely no reason to buy that game because it's only multiplayer. It'll Same. never be in my library. Same. Like, yeah. 
It is disappointing. And that's what I was trying to get at earlier. EA's decision to cancel Viscara's um, Star Wars game just pisses me off more and more. I think about it, though, because it probably was a single-player game that didn't have any of these live service things. It's basically what they're calling, you know, all this BS about, you know, continuing to keep us continually only wanting to play that game, you know, like you were saying about WoW or, you know, Call of Duty or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's and, annoying. Uh, 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 another thing, though, is that, you know, with the statements that EA CFO made about single-player games, you know, um, Sony just came off of a, a, a damn big couple of years of single-player games. Yeah, I mean, God of War single player. There's yes, no God of War. There's no yeah. microtransactions. There's nothing. And they sold a gajillion copies. And people are really happy about that game. I've watched playthroughs of that game, and that game looks fantastic. Right. Um, um, Detroit, uh, Detroit did the same thing. It didn't sell as many copies, but it's single player. It, there's no DLC, and they sold a lot of copies. You can say the same thing for... Um, What's the other studio? Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. These are all Same. games I wish I could play too, but I don't have PlayStation. <laughs> and, and and guess what? These are all Sony-owned studios. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, looks like stu- Sony at least has a good idea. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> Curlin, you weren't here the last podcast um, where we were talking about E3, and I, I purposely didn't bring up a couple things. Uh, one of them was the Radeon 7. Uh, because I wanted to be able to to talk about it with you. Um, what was your impression of Radeon 7? Are you, are you excited for it? I know I am. I'm probably picking it up. Originally, I was going to wait, but I think I'm going to pick it up. Yeah, n- now that I'm back at work, I'm probably going to gonna um, I'll probably go ahead and pick one up as well. Um, it's essentially uh, uh, MI, uh, the, whatever the, the latest Radeon MI, um, Radeon Instinct, whatever, I think it's MI25 with half the RAM and uh, a BIOS that's tuned for, for games. If you look at the die shot and the layout, it's exactly what it is. And it, I'm going to guess that it's a stopgap product to bridge them over to, to Navi. And mm-hmm. Navi is going to be top to bottom, um, kind of like how NVIDIA does. They won't have a, right. a separate... separate um, core you know like they have polaris and they have vega you know last last go around um i got the same impression yeah um so i mean essentially they're just they're using what they already have and and cutting the ram in half in order to bring the the cost down and and selling it as essentially uh the competition to the 2080 yep yeah i mean i'm ex- i'm excited for it it looks great i mean 16 gigabytes of uh High bandwidth HBM memory. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's funny. Everybody's like, Dude, they should have just released it with eight gigs and yada yada yada. And I'm like, it, it's, <laughs> it's very, it's 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 clear that a lot of these people have not looked at how HBM works. Right. Um, right. I, I think you have to have a couple of a, a couple of um, a, at least a stack in order for to get the most out of it. Since the, the 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 way that it's layout is you have the GPU in the center and you have four RAM stacks around it. So if you only and it, I think I think each each one is four gigs each. So in this particular configuration, 
they have each stack has two two layers of of HBM. Wait a minute, I got that backwards. It's uh two gigs each, I think. It, 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 either would. way, <laughs> it, either way, it, even even if they are four gig, if they if they are one layer is four gigs each, then you would cut your memory bandwidth in half. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. because of the density. So by having four, if they're four gigs each, then you still have that that super ultra wide uh, bust, you know, to push pixels through. Um, right. That's what I don't think that a lot of people understand. It, what it, did you think about like, the price uh, point? I thought they were a little high on the price point. I thought they should have come in under to try to undercut NVIDIA. Um, I've already read that each they're already losing 50 bucks on each one of these that they make. Uh, because You think it's because of all the RAM? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that HBM, yep. I know it's gotten cheaper to produce, but mm-hmm. it's still expensive. Right. And, comparatively and, um, speaking. Yeah. And, other, uh, you know, a lot of people were saying, that, well, they should just use GDDDR6. Well, it's like, uh, number one, the GPU isn't designed for that. So they'd have to go back in and tape out a whole other GPU with the memory controller for GDDR6. But GDDR6 ain't cheap either because there's only like one manufacturer making it right now. And that's Micron. So which does, is why does why, NVIDIA um, cut their prices after this? Um, I doubt it because NVIDIA is a bunch of greedy bastards that are too proud of their stuff. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do it. Yeah, I heard their their stock took a tumble this week. They're not gonna meet their uh, mm-hmm. their market expectations. So I'm wondering if they'll raise prices even more. <laughs> um, seems to be their mo. Well, I, I I think what they'll do is they'll they'll keep it exactly the same and try to pull an Intel. You know what I mean? Because Intel hardly ever drops its prices. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but, but as, as long as they do that, then they, they aren't going to get the sales numbers that they want because, number one, people aren't sold on ray tracing at the performance hit that it's at. That's just the bottom right. fucking line. You know? And, and not only that, but, you know, they, it, it's, this stuff has been out for, what, three, four months now? And there's still only one title that uses all of their fancy shit? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I don't even care about ray tracing. <clears throat> right. I mean, I understand that, that it's a chicken and egg thing, but they would have been better served to to uh, wait until their die shrink to push this ray tracing stuff in order to have enough space to get their performance up to at least the 10 series with ray tracing on versus doing it now and trying to jump the gun while they have kind of like the de facto market share or whatever. Because with, with these prices, they ain't doing anything but pissing people off. The greed is yeah. showing, you know, yeah. but they, they, they're hell bent on, on, on getting R and D money, you know, but the thing is, is that's cool and all, but if people ain't buying your shit, then you're not, what, what good is it? If you can't move product, right. then, you know, since it, they've it, raised prices, I've purchased three Radeon cards. See? <laughs> see? <laughs> <laughs> and zero NVIDIA cards. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think I will, I will buy a new NVIDIA card again unless they do something mighty drastic at a really fucking good price. Yeah, not only <laughs> that, but they have to change their attitude. 
Yeah, yeah. And we all know that that is not an NVIDIA's MO. Right, right. Yeah. And I don't want us to start sounding like a broken record. I think we're, I think we're pretty much uh, every podcast we've been saying the same thing. But uh, excited but, about Radeon 7 for sure. But uh, I, I mean, that, 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 people that, hear you. Well, that, 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 but the thing is, though, that's the reality that, that all of us gamers live in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. for a, a 1080 Ti, yeah, it's faster than a console, but you can buy fucking all three consoles. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, I've got a gripe. You know? <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, go after other podcasters, but a lot of other podcasters, a lot of other tech podcasts I listen to, keep going on and on about graphics card or GPU prices coming down and stabilizing. And yeah, they have come down and stabilized, but 1080 Ti's. I, I was on Newegg and Amazon the other day. They were going for like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, that, that that's because. Um the 10 series, the, the stock has dwindled to next to nothing. So they're hard ah, to get new. So yeah. it's scarcity at this point. Mm-hmm. Supply and demand. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and b- b- because like we were saying earlier, people aren't sold on, on the ray tracing stuff for the performance hit that it gets. And nobody wants to pay the what they're asking for the same level of performance as last gen. You know? So... The Ryzen 3000 series, you looking forward to it? Oh, hell yeah. I don't know if you saw Adore TV's leaked, but man. Not yet. Been... I'm looking for improvements in IPC. They, Any they, info? They, they, yeah. Did, they, did you see the CES thing? I did not. I, I did not see the Ryzen 3. I only watched the Radeon 7 one. They showed um, it, it was uh, not final clock speeds and not final uh voltages or whatever but they showed an eight core 16 thread 3000 engineering sample that beat a 9900k at lower wattage nice by like i want to say it was like 40 or 50 watts very nice and and i don't even think that that's going to be the big boy i think that's just the eight the eight core 16 thread one if you look at the, the, the way that the, their die, I mean, their PCB is laid out on that chip, there's space for another set, uh, a whole nother die of eight cores. Mm. So we could go to 16 cores, 32 threads in, in AM4, in socket AM4, if they release that. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, I'm pretty sure they didn't want to. They didn't want to show all of their the show show their hand now, because they still want to sell threat rippers, and you know you'd be matching the uh, the thread count of the the 2950 or whatever. You know, at, at that um, at that in in the the, the smaller socket, but man. Um, it's gonna be something. It's gonna be pretty dope when 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 we finally get this in the middle of the year. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it too. More news. Yeah, uh, we're at about an hour twenty, so now's probably a good time to wrap it up. You guys Jerry got anything Price else before we get out of here? Sweet, sweet sound of your voice is talking about technical stuff, right, Jerry? You you you, you snuggled in in there, Jerry. <laughs> 
So just a couple announcements here. The feed is in the process of being updated with Spotify and Google Play. Uh, so if you're having issues getting the latest episode, uh, that's the reason why. When I I had multiple Gmail accounts and I deleted one because I wasn't using it. And unfortunately, it was the one that was associated with my feed burner account for the uh, show. So I lost yeah. access to it. Uh, and it was ultimately deleted. So uh, Google... Google's been very difficult to deal with for getting the feed, feed, feed changed, but Spotify has been very good. They've actually already fixed it, and it should be yeah. updating correctly now. Google is, is <laughs> they're, they're probably like, wait, been, it, it, it was on another account, and you deleted it. Why'd you want to do that? Like, what's <laughs> no? They're claiming that I don't own it, even though I'm emailing them from the domain that the f- feed was fed from. So, oh, okay. So they're kind of like yeah. new phone who this? Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, we'd love to hear from our listeners. You can email us at mail at the afkpodcast.net. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, Spotify, or Stitcher, please give us a review. It helps other people find us. Uh, and also tell your friends about us. You can find the AFK Podcast at theafkpodcast.net. There you'll find links to our Steam groups and more. Uh, Music for the show is provided by freemusicarchive.org. Intro music is called Skate by Kamiku. And the outro music is called Battle of Pogs by Kamiku. That's all I've got. So thank you both for being here. Thanks to our listeners for continuing to listen. And thanks to Jerry Gamer for being in the chat room. We will see you in two weeks. Peace out. TLDR. Deuces. Anthem. Gorgeous looking game. Bad connection. Bad demo. <laughs> That's hilarious. 